Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. Hope you're having a great week. CJ and I are in the final preparations for our three-part miniseries. This is a really fun part of the year for CJ and I. We really like helping share these concepts and and you know these concepts are so fundamental to the game but so game changing and they're transformative and so we're super happy to be able to put this on hopefully if you're listening to this uh this weekend you were able to see the first episode of the or the first workshop of the mini series if you missed it there's still time register for the mini series get a replay of the first one and join us sunday and on wednesday we have two more episodes or two more workshops it's gonna be a lot of fun this week what i want to talk about is we got a question uh, just this week from our good friend Lynn about playing with different partners and some of the challenges that presents. We're going to talk about that. And it's a common question we get, which is, you know, I'm playing with different partners. How do I do the things that you're teaching if I play with with varying partners or switching partners? And then the riff, I'm going to share with you a personal story about drilling and drilling correctly or working correctly on whatever you're trying to fix or work on in your game or in life. So let's jump into the podcast. Pickleball, like life? has inflection points, those times when the light bulbs just go on and you see everything better. It's the same with pickleball. Sometimes those light bulbs will go on and you're gonna play better. If you're ready to turn on the lights of pickleball, join us inside the pickleball system. Class is open for registration. It's only a limited amount of time. I don't know when you're listening to the podcast, so I can't tell you exactly when, but it's pretty soon. I'm gonna put a link below, go to thepickleballsystem.com and join us for our next class. Let CJ and I show you how to turn on the lights. We'll see you in class. If you play pickleball, then you certainly have played open play. It's part of our part of our sport. It's part of what we do out there. It's actually one of the nicer uh, aspects of our sport. The social part, the the mixing with different players, meeting different people, different folks from different backgrounds, and things like that. It's one of the beauties of our sport. But it does come with some challenges particularly if you're trying to uh, play a certain way, right? So you've learned to do certain things and I want to cover a specific one in a minute that can create some challenges for you when you're out there. You know, you're trying to do quote unquote the right things and you're playing with partners who either don't know the, don't know the same things, don't want to do the same things. They think differently about the game and that'll become clear when I give you the specifics. Uh, But you know, what do you do? So how do you deal with it when, you know, you're switching partners in open play and you're trying to do a certain thing, and that's creating some tension for you on the court. And so I want to give you some ideas or some thoughts on how to deal with that. But before, let me let me share with you a story of something that happened to me a few months back where I was at an open play session here in our community. And, you know, there's players at different levels, some players who are newer, some players who are higher level, some players who are lower level and things like that. It's a, it's a mix of players. And they have some different concepts. And so... In this situation, you know, if, if you know anything about what we teach, one of the big uh, components of it is covering that middle. Don't leave that middle open when you're the non-returner up at the non-volley zone line and the returner is still making their way up to the NBZ. And so it's a, if you want to know more about it, you can go to the Into Pickle channel on YouTube. We have a, a video on there. It's one of, the old, one of our original videos, but it still holds up really well uh, to the test of time. So check that out. You get to see Jill on there too, so it's kind of fun. But basically it's a, um, you know, it's a, it's a, fundamental concept to the way that I play pickleball. And so what I would do in this game is when when I was <clears throat> excuse me when I was up at the MVC line as a non-returner and my partner was coming forward, I would step over, take that shot, allow them to get up and then we play the rally. 
Well, that was not well received by some players uh, because they thought that I was poaching, which, I mean, technically it sort of is a poach because I'm coming over, but I'm not really poaching. That's not the idea. I'm not I'm not trying to get over there to, to put, hit a winner, like a poach winner, which is normally how I think of poaching. It was more of a, um, you know, setting up the, the framework of the rally so that they can get up to the MVZ line and we can play a, a more sound rally without them having to hit a, their four shot under duress as they move. That's the reason why, one of the reasons why you cover that middle and take that shot. And uh, it was just not going over well. And so, you know, that, what do I do, right? What do I do in that situation where I'm pretty confident I know the right answer that that's something I should do? And frankly, if they knew how to do it, I have no problem with them doing it when I'm returning. See, so it's not like a one-sided thing. It's not something that only I should do. It's something that either I should do or they should do, depending on who's up at the non at the NVZ line, whoever there's a non-returner on the team at the time. But what do I do? So let's talk about that for a little bit. What, what to do in that situation where your partner is thinking that, you know, this is not, you're not doing the right thing. And in fact, you're doing something that is, I don't know, hurtful to them or not good because you're poaching or taking their balls, which just that concept. I wish we could get past that concept, but I, I recognize it's a reality out there. So let's start with the first thing. The first thing you got to think about is, generally speaking, oh, you, you have agency over yourself, right? So I'm going to step back from the cover the middle for a second and, and give you some ide- other ideas. And then we'll come back to the cover the middle and how to deal with that one. Because that one, you know, when you're quote unquote taking another player's ball, it's a little more complicated. But generally speaking, no, no matter how you're playing, if you're playing an open play, a round robin, switching players, thing, partners, things like that. You, you're going to play the game the best way that you can. What that means is, for instance, on the third shot, uh, you know, if you don't like the ball that's hit and you, you don't think you should move forward, by all means, don't move forward, right? Hold your ground, stay there, move as it makes sense. If your partner gets mad at you for that, that's one where you can tell your partner, hey, listen, I, I, no offense to you, but you don't like, you know, I appreciate what you're telling me, but I'm not going to run up on a ball that I'm going to get slammed. So, I'll, I'll get up there, but I'm going to get up there in a way that makes sense. I think there you have agency to protect yourself, right? Because if you run up on a ball that's high, guess who's getting pegged? You're getting pegged. So, you know, in that situation, I think you can push back if your partner is somebody telling you, hey, come up, get up, move up. They're like, hey, listen, you play. I understand the way you're playing. You do what you got to do. There's a reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. And we always tell you, if, if it helps, you know, you welcome to use this anytime. If it helps you, you can tell them, I'm working with Tony. I'm working with CJ. This is their advice to me. Give them our email address. Say, listen, I'm just trying to follow what my coach is saying. So if you don't like it, here's our email address. Send them an email. Explain to them your position. If they tell me otherwise, I'm happy to do it. But I'm trying to follow the advice of professionals who understand the game and are, t- are, t- are helping me uh, understand the game uh, you know, more, more soundly, I guess. And I'm doing it this way. So that's a situation where you can do that. Another example is like if you have a partner who is not coming up to the MBZ line after they return serve, so they return and stay back, I wouldn't stand up at the MBZ line there and just get clobbered. You know, because again, remember, who's going to get clobbered? You're going to get clobbered. You're the one up there. So what, what would I do in that situation? I'd slide back, slide back to the uh, baseline. And then if they look over at you and give you that funny look, you just say, I'm going where you're going. You tell me. You want to move up? I'll go up with you. You want to stay back here? Let's do it. Let's battle. Probably going to lose a game right? But you're not going to get killed and you may get some balls that you can practice your third shots. So you got to, you have to do what's within what's, what the best uh, way to play pickleball is. Look at that, but then also look at, you know, what is best for you? What is best for you as a person and as a player? 
And without, and I'm going to get into it in a second, I'm going to cover the middle thing. So without hurting your partner, without doing something that's going to offend your partner, do what's best for you in, in within your uh, side and within your situation, what you have control over. Now, there's certain things like the cover the middle, right? Where it's just deemed poaching by some players. They look at it that way. If you get into a situation where your partner is doesn't like it, you have a couple of options there. One is if it's someone who you know well and is open to it, explain it to them. Tell them to watch a video if you want to. Give them a link. Say, hey, check out this video. See what you think. See if it changes your mind. You know, what I'm thinking about is what's the best shot for our team. Here, the best shot for our team is for me to take that first ball. You get up and we we, t- we handle business from there. When I'm back and returning and moving forward, you take it, please, if you can, right? And help me get up and then we can, now we, 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 we battle better. So it's not like a one, it's not me doing it and you can't. It's both of us do it if it's the right thing to do, right, in that situation. So you can explain it to them if they're open to it. Now, you're going to run into players who are not open to it, disagree, whatever. They've been taught differently for whatever reason, fine. In those situations, it's you're dealing more with politics than you are with pickleball. In other words, we're not dealing with proper pickleball strategy. There isn't like a the proper pickleball approach is here. This is just social interaction and politics and just, you know, and I don't mean politics in the voting sense. I mean politics in the personal interaction sense. And so what I would recommend there is I wouldn't do it anymore. You know, I would just say, okay, whatever. And then, you know, you're going to be at a disadvantage just like you were when I mentioned the non-return, I'm sorry, the returner who stays back and you can stay back with them. It's not optimal play. You understand that though. So in your mind, you go, okay, we're not doing the best thing for our team, but you know. I'm not going to get into an argument over a pickleball game with a you know, random partner in, a, in an open play situation. So in that situation, what I would do is I would just say, if that's, what, if that's how you prefer that I do it, then I'll respect that and just move on and understand that you're going to, you know, your chances of winning just went down a little bit. Not huge. I mean, it's not, it's, it can be, I mean, I guess it depends, but, but as long as the returns are deep, it's not going to hurt you too bad. So there's a, there's a wrinkle there. If the returns are short and you're not covering your toast. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. And that way you at least don't get into a, uh, a war of, you know, poaching versus not poaching with uh, a partner in open play. So let's, uh, you know, let's keep perspective. Let's keep context about what we're trying to do out there. As pickleball players, we do want to play our best. We want to, you know, do the best we can on the court. But at the end of the day, it's an activity that we're out there doing with some social component to it. We're not always going to see eye to eye on everything. And, uh, trying to, um, uh, you know, keep the peace out there, uh, especially in open play rec situations is probably the best. All right. In the riff, I'm going to talk a little bit about working at something properly versus improperly and share a personal experience that will hopefully help you as you continue to develop your game. Stay tuned for the riff. As a pickleball player, you are no doubt working on your game, but are you also working on your vision? Doesn't it make sense that better vision will lead to better pickleball? Not to mention better night driving. CJ and I rely on the experts at Visual Edge to help us track those balls so we don't ever miss a shot. If you're ready to take your vision and perhaps your game to the next level, join us inside Visual Edge. I'll link to it below. We'll see you inside. If you're trying to improve your mechanics, the mechanical pillar that we refer to in, in We Are Pickleball as a three, one of the three pillars of pickleball, then you you know if you've listened to any of our materials or you're a member of our system that you need to drill, right? Practice is what you need. You need repetition. Playing is great, but playing is not going to get you where you want to get to on the mechanical pillar. 
repetition. You get repetition by, by practicing or by drilling. And so one of the things that's important when you're drilling is to drill correctly. Right? If you're drilling incorrectly, you might as well not drill at all. We always tell you, hey, if you're going to drill incorrectly, just go stop and go watch a movie, go relax, do some meditation or something. Um, so it's really important to drill correctly, to have the correct form, because what you're doing is you're trying to train your muscles, trying to train your body and your mind, that connection, to execute the same shot over and over again using the proper technique. Using improper technique, you're just grooving the, a bad shot or a bad technique. So what happened to me was I, I've been uh, doing some different exercises for I'm um, trying to get more mobility in my ankles. And there's some, I won't bore you with the detail of it, but there's some things that you have to do to get to open up the, the area so they can have better, better, um, better mobility. And I had been doing it wrong. So I had been doing, I've been trying to get mobility by just basically bringing my leg forward and trying to, and trying to just increase that ankle m- motion. But I had an impingement. I have an impingement on the way that my my basically my heels not sliding back. I guess I'm boring you with the details a little bit, but you know it, it's the thing that I was trying to work on. I was go- going at it the wrong way. I was trying to you know like basically beat my head against the wall trying to do something that it wasn't going to work until I get the other thing done first, which is the the heel part in order to to allow the, the ankle to open up more. And a lot of times that happens to us when we play pickleball. You know we'll be working on technique you know, H of whatever, and we don't have technique D down yet. And not only that, if I'm going to work on technique D, I need to know how to do it correctly. So for example, with my ankle situation, I have, I've bookmarked the videos of the gentleman that I'm trying to follow the techniques that he's showing to open up the, the, the side, the heel on and open up the, the foot better. So the ankle can move better. And so I check it. So before I do it, I check it. I make sure my foot's in the same formation he's saying. I make sure, check it a couple times, make sure I'm moving my leg in the right way. Once I get that down, then I do the work. And the important thing, again, is realizing what is it that I need to work on, right? And in order, because if I don't do this, the other one won't work. And then checking yourself and make sure that what you're doing is correct. If we can help you with that, the pickleball system is a great resource. It has a ton of drills in there and a ton of uh, what we did is we have a lot of materials in there that are like paradigm ways of doing things. So paradigm dink, paradigm Bali. So what you do is you check out that video. You make sure that you see how it's done. Then you can do it yourself. You can video yourself. You can compare it against that one. And that's how you make the, the that's how you figure out I'm doing it correctly. Right. And um, then you can get the work in and get the reps that you need in order to fix your mechanical pillar. So hopefully that'll help you as you work to improve on your game and you know whatever we can do to help please let us know you can always reach us at uh, cj and tony at we are pickleball.com uh, we love to hear from you and if you have any uh, questions that like lynn had about playing with partners throw them out there to us sometimes we'll pick them up run with them and make a podcast all right hope you enjoyed the podcast if you enjoyed it please rate and review it as always share with your friends if you enjoy the podcast they probably will too have a great week And we'll see you next time.